Hey, what's up guys? It's me, Ashley, and I am back for another episode. So this is episode two. Haven't decided on the title yet, but um, I'm experimenting with doing different segments during an episode. So I had previously recorded um, a recording. Wow, okay, yep. (laughs) I recorded a segment where I talked about orchestra and my high school experience my high school yeah my high school experience this is already going wonderfully splendidly swimmingly in fact yeah so i'm experimenting with segments so here's a different segment i'll probably put this one first so this is what you're listening to before the orchestra one i think i don't really know how this works so yeah but i am going to talk about art and creating for this little segment it probably won't be as long as the orchestra one because the orchestra one i'm just gonna stop explaining the orchestra one you'll hear it when you hear it so yeah but art i today watched so many youtube videos about embroidery making keychain things um painting like i just i don't know my brain is like I'm starved of creativity, please give me some things. <laughs> so I watched so many YouTube videos and I am excited to create again because I have been starving myself on purpose. I will admit I've been starving myself on purpose from creating because this um, the summer before senior year, I made a huge painting that It was ambitious. It was basically a study. I don't remember if I mentioned this in the first episode or not. I don't think I did. But yeah, I created a huge painting. It's gargantuan. I have no room anywhere in my room to put it. No room in my room. That's kind of funny. I have no wall space to put my painting. So I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I might sell it, honestly. But it's. it was a huge study. It was ambitious. And it turned out really well. It was the first time that I've painted anything like that. And because I'm so proud of it, I've been afraid of creating. I don't know. I think it's just, it's not like writer's block. I don't know. I don't know what it's like. It's just a fear of creating something in the chance that it doesn't turn out the way that the one that I'm super proud of exists. I don't don't know if that just made sense. But basically, I don't want to create something that isn't going to be as in my opinion, amazing as the thing that I created last summer. So for a year, really, I haven't created anything that I've been super proud of. I've made paintings and little things for friends for birthdays and stuff, just because it's like, it's what I've, it's what I've always done. It's what I like doing. I like making things for people. It just feels more, I don't know, personal when I'm, because when I make something for someone, I have them in mind the whole time. So it just, I don't know, it works for me that way. But yeah, so I haven't created something for myself in a super long time, but I've been feeling pretty confident. I was out with my friend Hannah um, a few days ago and we went to Michael's and I was looking at these canvases and I was like, oh my God, I kind of want to buy one, but what am I going to create? You know, whatever. But I was like, you know what, whatever. And Hannah was like, just treat yourself, whatever. So I bought this $30 canvas that... um, it's pretty big. It's a decent sized canvas. It's not like one of the 8x10s that I usually paint on or whatever. 
it's a it's a decent sized canvas and I know where I'm I'm looking I'm sitting in my room right now I'm looking at the spot that I'm gonna put it <laughs> but yeah I'm very excited and I think I'm I'm looking forward to um I have this denim jacket that I'm gonna put a bunch of pins and patches on and I was watching YouTube videos on how to make those because what I don't I don't have money I really I mean I have money but I shouldn't be spending it because I need to save it for college so watching videos on how to make it make that stuff so yippee ki yay I'm excited I think I'm gonna go to Hobby Lobby tomorrow um, wear a mask, of course, social distancing, um, but I'm gonna get some of that shrink plastic that you can put in the oven, because that's, like, a method that people use to make pins and all that, and then I have embroidery floss and stuff, and I've been meaning to embroider these, uh, I have a pair of high-top Converse that I, for, um, my friend Lily's birthday, or was it Christmas? I can't remember, I can't honestly remember what occasion it was, but I embroidered a pair of Converse for her, and I really liked how they turned out, and I was like, dang, I really just did that out of nowhere. I want a pair, so I need to start on that. But yeah, this is just me pretty much talking about creative projects, and I've been redoing my room at my mom's house for like a month and a half now, and it is coming together. I am so happy, and I, like, bless my parents for letting me do this three months before I move out <laughs> but yeah this is basically going to be a guest room when I'm not here but yeah so I have gotten rid of literally everything in my room that used to be in here is no longer in here except for the mattress and the bedspread thing whatever you want to call it but yeah now I have an egg chair suspended egg chair thing I have a pallet bed which I've always liked the look of those now I have one and it's like bro this is swaggy I have a new dresser before I had like a book like one of those Ikea 4x4 bookcases and I just put drawers and stuff like diagonally through it and that's where I just had like socks and all that crap which it was great while I was in middle school but then going through high school and stuff was like okay I love clothes and I have so much clothes and this isn't enough space so now I have a big booty Judy dresser. I have a TV mounted on the wall and I'm like, yo, 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 excelente. And now I have a mirror. I've always wanted a mirror in my room. And just last night I put up my new flower wall thing, which that's like a trend on TikTok. Shoot me. I like the look of it. Whatever. There's my dog at the door. She's scared because there's thunder outside. I'm sorry, Twix. I love you. Go to Sam. Please, I'm sorry. I don't like the dog fur in my room. I'm sorry, guys. I love my dog, but I don't love her fur. Anyway. But yeah, basically, it's three boards. Three wooden boards. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Twix. <laughs> three wooden boards. A long one on top. The There's like a shorter one in the middle. And then the same length as the top one for the bottom. And they're all hung together using twine. And then there's test tubes that are drilled um, into the boards and then flowers sitting in them. And then I'm going to put black sand. And it looks so good because um, like the kind of theme of my room is there's raw wood and then there's black furniture as well kind of mixed in. So the 
wooden boards with the black sand that's going to help tie in those elements and I have a bookcase that I have and yeah so that's welcome to my room we're now sitting in the same room I'm sitting on my bed that is in the middle of the room so and you're sitting in the egg chair look at you welcome (laughs) but yes and I also have two little plants I love them so much one of them Hannah got me I named him Bulby like Bulbasaur I don't know why I guess this is um, a throwback to my Pokemon days in middle school but yes, yeah, so I have Bulbasaur, the little succulent, and then I also have Hooks, the cactus, and he has a funky red hat. Not really. I think it's, I don't know. I like, I think it's the cactus part because it has spiky stuff on it, but then there's like the green part that, it looks like aloe vera, but it's not, I don't know how to, it's just a cactus with a little red hat. He has a party hat and his name is Hooks because when we were buying, I was with my dad when we were buying Hooks, and we were buying ceiling, like, hooks. <laughs> and he just, I don't know, when he said the word and I looked at the cactus, I was like, yep, that's his name. That's Hooks. Welcome to the family. So now I have two little plants. And I'm so happy. And yeah, those plants, one of the only things bringing me joy right now. Um, I am locked away all alone. Kind of going insane. But it's actually been really nice. Getting to spend time just with myself, that's not something that I've ever really done. It's been something that I've kind of always been afraid of. I don't know why. Because I don't know if I would identify myself as an introvert or an extrovert. I like spending time with people, but then I also like spending time alone, but not too much time alone because then I go kind of crazy. But, I mean, quarantine, I've only ever been able to be alone, really. So I've started to really appreciate being alone, and it's been nice, and I've started kind of figuring out things that I like just for me and there was like two days ago I just was in my room kind of all day which I mean that's kind of eh but it was nice because I just watched movies and I was just working on my room and I've and then the other day I went night driving I just drove around for an hour listening to music while it was like 10 o'clock at night and it was like I'm just alone but it's fine that's something that I used to always be kind of like about I always Uh, That's something that's been, like, a theme in my life where I just, I've oftentimes found my own self-worth through how other people see me, but it's like, I don't know, lately it hasn't been like that. It's been, I've been separating how people see me and how I see myself, and I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy with it, because, hey, I'm starting to actually like the person that I am for who I am outside of my relationships with other people. Yeah, because, I don't know. I don't know if I mentioned this in the first episode, but my life is so different now from how it was at the beginning of 2020. Like, just in January compared to now where it's essentially June. It's just, it's, it's crazy. The friend group that I used to hang out with, I don't talk to them anymore. And going to school every day, that doesn't happen. And the only thing that's... Like, my room, even, is completely different. I've just... Some things have been out of my control in change. Like, you know, I don't need to list examples. I think we can all... (laughs) We're all in quarantine, you know. That's something that's out of all of our control. But then, even things that I could have left the same, I didn't. Where, yeah, my room, I've just completely changed. I've been doing the the old switcheroo. And it's been good. It's been really good to... I don't know. Some days I feel like... 
lost and who am I? What am I even doing? Nothing is the same. But then other days I'm like, nothing's the same. I don't need to define. I'm not defining who I am through anything that like, it's just, it's all different now. And I like it. And I've always been, not always, well, I've just in the past been the type of person that fears change. And I think that's an okay thing, you know. People fear change when it's out of their control, but then just the basic human, you know, behavior is we seek out change. We don't want things to always be the same. So I think I've started to reach that point where it's like, okay, I actively want change now. I want things to be different because the way that they were before, it was just, I just wasn't happy. And I don't know if I would say that I'm happy right now, but I'm finding it. And I think that's something that is important, you know, if you're not happy, trying to find different ways, which I think, I mentioned this in the orchestra recording or segment, but my sophomore year, that's the happiest I've ever been because I was actively seeking out change and I was actively making changes to what my life had been like in my eighth grade and freshman year. So I think that's all right, well, I definitely just got a call in the middle of that recording and I don't really remember what I was saying. So that's funny. Um, but yeah, basically, I, from what I can remember, what I was saying, um, I'm proud of the person that I'm creating because I don't, I don't know. I think I'm just changing who I am in a lot of ways and it's like it's a fit, like I'm actively changing who the person that I've always been. So I'm proud of what I'm creating. I am feeling in a what? I'm feeling very creative both physically wanting to create and then subconscious, well not subconsciously because I'm consciously doing it, but just in my life creating the person that I've always wanted to be, slowly. I'm not perfect. I'm not saying that I'm becoming a perfect person. I will never be perfect. But I'm inching my way forward in the steps, you know, the person that I want to become. So I'm proud of that. I'm proud of what I've been doing. It feels good. I'm like, yes, I can be alone and it won't, it's not weird anymore. It's, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, it used to feel weird when I'd be alone, honestly. It'd be like, what? Where's the people? Where, who am I supposed to be entertaining? I feel like that's how I've approached a lot of my relationships in the past. It's like, I am entertaining them and they are entertaining me. And this is like a, I don't know. It's just like, if somebody's not here, then I I can't entertain myself. That's not allowed. That's not a thing. So I've, but I've been entertaining myself and it's like, this is, this is good. This is, I think, how most people function. Why has it taken me 18 years to get here? Really don't know, but I have fun hanging out with myself, which that's such a weird thing to say out loud, but I enjoy spending time with myself now, and it's good. And, like, just sitting in this room talking, as compared to last week, I don't feel uncomfortable anymore, and it's been fine, and it's I've just been talking to nobody, really, like, there's nobody in this room other than me, but it's not uncomfortable because it feels like I'm just talking to myself. And it's like, oh, yeah, good one, Ashley. That's a great joke. Ha, poop joke, right? <laughs> but, yes, change is hard to accept, or it has been for me in the past. But now it's like I openly, or I invite change with open arms. Like, I want it, yes, to a certain extent. 
There are some things that I don't ever want to change, but, like, well, I don't, like my family, I don't want anybody to die. Okay, that sounds really dark, um, but I didn't know how else to say that and not have everybody thinking, what, 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 okay, so, yeah, don't, nobody die, please, not allowed, illegal, 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 I will find you in the afterlife and I will yank you back because you're not allowed to leave me. I care about people, and I love people, and yes, 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 yes. Uh, if you're in my life, please stay in my life as long as you possibly can, because I love you. <laughs> so, yeah, got him. But I'm feeling good. It's been a good feeling this past week. I don't know, there's just been changes, and I don't know. It's storming outside right now. I love stormy days. It just, it's like... This is how it should always be. Stormy, but with some sunshine. No, there needs to be the contrast. What am I even talking about right now? <laughs> so funny, so funny. Yes, I'm looking ex- looking excited, looking forward to creating again physically. Like, I love painting, but I'm also looking forward to creating in the other ways, like making the pins and patches for my jacket that I had mentioned, but I don't think I ever elaborated on. Um... So yes, very, very, very excited. My life is feeling great right now. I'm feeling swagged out. So yes, here is the end of the first segment. I really don't know how this app works. So when you move on to the next segment, well, this is technically the next segment because the other recording got cut off. Okay, yep, babbling on. See you in the next segment where I talk about orchestra and high school. Thank you. Guys, I just got done listening to Claire de Lune for I don't even know what number. Does does that (laughs) make. I'm not making any sense right now. But all I know is I'm sad because I am going to miss orchestra so much. So much. Therefore, In my little peanut brain, I thought, let me just record myself talking about how much I love orchestra and how much I'm going to miss it. So, if you didn't catch on by now, orchestra, 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 that's what I'm going to be talking about in this little recording. So, I'm going to start from the beginning. Alright, I did the math nine months before April. Just kidding. Okay, nope, that's not... That's not even funny. Okay, the beginning of orchestra, or my experience with orchestra. Also, I'm not going to apologize for all the cracking, knuckle-popping background noises. This is just who I am. I tried to not do that on the first recording. I didn't- that's why I felt so uncomfortable. It's because I wasn't being myself, so if you hear the creaking of my cheap bra, if you hear my (laughs) popping knuckles- if you hear me going, <coughs> it's because there's a lot of saliva in my mouth because when I talk, I forget to swallow my spit sometimes and that could sound very wrong. I don't really care. Anyway, see, I get sidetracked as well. Here we go. You're in for the ride. Buckle up. Welcome to the rodeo. I think I said that in the first episode as well. So, yay. <laughs> Consistency, am I right? Anyway, so in sixth grade, going into sixth grade really, my best friend at the time, Nevea, she was going to do orchestra. She was going to play violin. 
and me being the little, again, peanut brain follower that I was, and still am in some ways, I was like, you know what? Um, I really like drawing and painting, but my best friend's doing orchestra, so I'm gonna do that instead of art. And I'm glad I did, because orchestra became the thing that defined uh, um, most of my childhood. (laughs) Well, childhood, question mark, upbringing, question mark. Anyway, you get what I'm trying to say. So, yes, sixth grade, go into orchestra, walk in that room, and I'm like, whoa, where's the desks? Why are there just chairs? What are these things that are poles with... (laughs) I don't even... I'm I'm (laughs) I'm trying to describe a stand right now. I don't know how else to, to, like, I don't know what I thought when I first saw it, but I knew it looked weird, and I was like, what, is that supposed to be the desk? <laughs> what is that? Anyway, walk into the orchestra room, there's lockers on all the walls, the room is small, the ceiling is high, though. I was like, whoa, check that out, high ceiling, that means epic, am I right? Anyway, so walk in, and we have to pick an instrument, and every other kid had already picked an instrument, and my um, my director, who at the time was Miss Zansky, and she moved to high school with me, so LOL, good meme, had her for seven years. I love Miss Zansky with all my heart, and I'm going to miss her so much, but she didn't know me at the time, and looking at, how old was I in sixth grade? 11, 12 years old? Looking at crusty, dusty 11-year-old Ashley, I don't know what she thought. I don't blame her if she thought some weird things, because... Oh god, I looked like I had rolled around in a sewer and then jumped into a vat of bacon grease. Not hot bacon grease, but just grease. I was a greasy meatball in middle school, especially sixth grade, because here's a little fun fact about me that my family likes to make fun of me for, so why don't I just tell anybody that listens to this podcast? When I was younger, see, okay, sidetracked, sorry, okay, I'm gonna stop mentioning it. Anyway, when I was younger, deodorant, you know, you put that on for BO, right, in your armpits? It's only meant for your armpits, right? No, um, not little Ashley, no, she thought, oh, you put it anywhere you sweat, and I sweat on, like, I have beads of sweat on my forehead, so, again, peanut brain, armpit, forehead, same stick. Somebody please help me. Anyway, okay, yes. So that's just a little information on what I was like in sixth grade. So I walk in. Szanski's like, hey, you need to pick an instrument. And I'm like, a what? (laughs) I had a basic idea of what orchestra was, but I didn't know. Does anybody know what the difference between a violin, viola, cello, bass is when they first hear about orchestra? No, because they all look the same, just in different sizes. So I was like, um, I don't know. And then my teacher, my, uh, Szanski's teacher aide, Sarah, who I became friends with later on when we were in high school together, um, she was like, look at all these instruments. You should play the violin because I play the violin and it's cool. And I was like, okay, you're cool. So I'll play the violin. Plus Nevaeh played the violin. So I was like, oh, yes, Peanut brain, violin. So, 6th through 8th grade, I played the violin, and I was bumping. There's some cursed pictures of me when I had my bob haircut from middle school. Um, I was swagged out. 
I learned Star Wars on the violin because, again, Star Wars, that's, it's my brain, it's my life sometimes. It definitely was in middle school. So, yeah, I was bumping, bebopping. My grandma bought me a um, book of sheet music for fiddling music because, you know, violin fiddling. I'm sorry, Momo, I did not play the music for you because I immediately moved over to playing cello in eighth grade. So in eighth grade, I played both violin and cello because I was like, orchestra is my life. I love it. And this was after Nevaeh had moved away at this point. So I was in it, all me at this point. Nevaeh wasn't there leading me. And I was just like, you know what? It's Ashley time. We're doing orchestra. That's what we're going to do. This is what we're getting obsessed with. And so, yes, in eighth grade, I played both instruments and it was a lot of fun. And then I realized the cello is just better than the violin, in my opinion. Anybody that has a problem with that statement, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't care. Um, This is just how I feel. If you prefer violin, if you prefer viola, if you prefer the banjo, whatever, drumstick, chopstick, what, I don't care. I don't care, okay? I don't know why I'm getting so lit about this right now. It doesn't even matter. I just love the cello, and I always will. Even though now I can't play it anymore, which, ha, 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 so sad. Um, but yes, so started playing the cello, and then also in my eighth grade year, this is maybe a story for a different time, um, (laughs) but in eighth grade, or the summer before eighth grade, my parents were like, hey, we're getting a divorce, and I was like, oh, what, huh, what, (laughs) ha, ha, and then I also started Accutane, which gets rid of acne, which, thank God, uh, because I had some bad acne, greasy face, bro, disgusting, I'm so sorry, looking at old pictures of myself, I'm like, whoa, people really used to see me on the streets, and I used to do the Debbie Ryan and be like, uh-huh, at the mall whenever there were random guys that were way older than me, but I thought they were cute, and I was like, oh my God, they're definitely looking at me, huh, Debbie Ryan moment, no, they weren't, if they were, they were probably like, Ew, somebody get the mop. There's a grease puddle over there. Jesus. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> parents got divorced. Accutane. Um, and a side, a side effect of Accutane is depression. So, add that to the divorce. Um, youch. My mental state went... It was like a symphony of fart noises and pooping, and just everything terrible, I was not doing too great, I don't, (laughs) yeah, so that was really fun, and right around that time as well, I went to a One Direction concert, so my obsessive personality was like, oh, parents getting divorced, um, depression, let's just latch on to something, and make that the only thing that brings us happiness, so it was, One Direction, and previously it had been orchestra, and it was for the most part in eighth grade, because that's why I was doing two instruments. I was like, yes, I can do this. This is the only thing that I have going for me right now. And then, I don't know when, I guess it was towards the end of eighth grade. I think this was also around that time when I was on a swim team, and I just started losing passion for literally everything except One Direction. (laughs) Ha ha ha. 
And so going into high school, I was planning on quitting orchestra. It wasn't even on my schedule. I wanted to do art to get my art credit out of the way or fine art credit, whatever. I was just going to do art one. And then I was in weight training, which was literally the easiest gym class that Stony Point had to offer. Good meme. We went to the weight room once the entire year. Ha ha. Got him. Instead, we would just walk the track. Thank you, Coach Barnes. I love you. Um, that class, I could talk about. I could talk about some things that happened in that class. Oh, brother, what a meme. Anyway, so going into high school, not gonna do orchestra. I was like, yo, I'm just sad. I don't want to do anything anymore. So I was quitting everything that had, you know, brought me joy. Uh, because I just lost it. I was like, whatever. I don't care. I didn't care about anything. 8th grade and freshman year, but somebody, I don't know, call it fate, destiny, universe, God, uh, what, just, um, spirit, uh, (laughs) whatever, was like, um, no, sweetie, you're staying in orchestra. So, upon my first day of freshman year, seeing orchestra on the schedule, I was like, oh, Mm hmm okay uh definitely didn't plan on that one got him and yeah so I was put in the lowest orchestra because the year previous I didn't try out because I was planning on quitting and like I said earlier my director Szanski moved up with us so she knew me and she was like oh Ashley I thought you were quitting when she saw me that day and I was like yeah so did I ha ha and I was um in freshman year and really just in life, <laughs> I I am timid when it comes to asking questions. And this was especially true in freshman year. So I was like, can I even get a schedule change? If I can, am I going to pursue that? Am I actually going to? So long story short, no, I did not get my schedule change because I was like, whatever, I can put up with orchestra for another year. And then freshman year was rolling through. And I was having a good time. That cello section was lit. Miriam, Joe Nathan, Chris. His real name was Jonathan, um, but I called him Joe Nathan because I was quirky. Uh, But they made orchestra fun for me again. So thank you to the OG cello section so much. Thank you so much. I, again, was like, bro, orchestra's lit. So then going into sophomore year... I had seen, well, throughout freshman year, I had seen all the officers, the orchestra officers that helped Szanski run the program because, um, bless Szanski, she is the only director for the entire Stony Point Orchestra program, whereas band and choir have co-directors, so it's like, uh, saws, (laughs) you're really, you're going through it right now. So, she has officers, I mean, all the programs have officers, but Szanski relies on the officers a lot for help, so... I don't know, in freshman year, I just looked up to those officers, and I was like, you guys are so cool, like, what the heck, and plus, they were all, like, juniors and seniors, so I was like, oh my god, they're, like, the cool kids, help, Uh, I want to be one of them, so then, going into sophomore year, I was like, yo, I'm gonna apply to be the sophomore rep, so that I can be an officer, because it just looks cool, and I really don't know how, um, but because at the time that was an elected role and nobody knew who I was. I don't, well, I don't remember anybody knowing who I was in orchestra because I was in the lowest orchestra and it wasn't a super big orchestra. I don't know. 
I think it was also um, because Lily, my friend, Lily, yeah, okay, <laughs> she she was in a different orchestra. She was in Phil, and she did some promo for me. So I think that's what helped me get elected. So thank you, Lily, for um, setting me down a path that was one of the best choices I've ever made. But um, yeah, so sophomore year, I was a sophomore rep, and it was like A, lit, 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 A, 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 but like all the officers were seniors and so I was scared and I enjoyed help like I was helpful and stuff but I did not give any ideas wow I'm just really telling the story of my orchestra experience that nobody asked for (laughs) it's just nice remembering it I guess anyway so yeah sophomore year was I was the sophomore rep and at the same time I was doing swim and softball I just like after freshman year and eighth grade year, just being so sad and depressed all the time, I don't know what flipped the switch, but I was like, I don't want to feel like this anymore. So then I was like, I'm just going to throw myself into everything and anything new. So after, this is backtracking, sorry, after freshman year, the summer after freshman year, I did lifeguarding with my friend Kaylee Brown. I love you, Kaylee Brown. Um, I don't know if, I don't think she listens to this podcast, but that's all right. (laughs) Um, We did lifeguarding together. I got so tan for no reason, probably because I didn't wear sunscreen. Please don't butcher me. I'm sorry. I wanted to tan and now I probably have skin cancer of some mild degree because I was always working and I never put on sunscreen and Kaylee Brown wanted to kill me every single time that I (laughs) didn't put it on, but it's okay. So yeah, lifeguarding, that's something that I, I've always been uncomfortable with how I look body image wise. So going out and working in a swimsuit, well, um, yes, I did wear, I was one of the only lifeguards that wore a one piece because I was insecure, but that's okay because I was still out there doing it. So yeah, anyway, lifeguarding then I had been in a club swim team for a really long time that I quit in eighth grade because I was like giving up on everything like I said (laughs) but through lifeguarding I made some friends and they were like yo we go to Stony Point yeah we're on the swim team you should try out and so then I did and that was I love that team so much this is just turning into a high school recap not even just orchestra honestly um but That team was one of the best things that has ever happened to me because I just popped out of my shell with them and they just loved me so much for no reason. And I was like, you guys are awesome. (laughs) I miss, I miss the swim team. Sophomore year was by far my favorite year of high school for sure. It was, it was just so good. But yeah, so I did swim team. I did the swim team and it was so much fun. It was hard. Oh my God. Getting up so early in the morning. Jesus. That was terrible. I hated, I am not a morning person. I am not a morning person. And I don't think I'm really a night person either. I mean, I guess maybe I am. I'm more so a night owl than I am a morning person, but really my prime is like right now where it's kind of just the middle of the day and I'm just, I have energy, but it's not too much, not too little. Anyway, uh, nobody asked. Why do I do that to myself? You guys are listening to this, you asked. As soon as you signed up, okay, yep. All right, stopping now putting on the brakes, screeching, halt, all right, yep, 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 so yeah, so uh, swim team, then I also was doing softball in school and out of school, I was getting ambitious, so at this point, I was working out three times a day in um, 
whatchamacallit, in sophomore year. So, wow, skinny queen, but I really didn't see any changes with my body. Probably because I wasn't eating any healthier. Ha ha ha! But yeah, softball was cool. Um, the team was cool. I didn't really feel like I was super part of it because I just sucked. But everybody was nice nonetheless, especially on the club team, the one that I was doing outside of school. I was definitely uh, considered the most improved <laughs> in uh, on that team because I came in uh, not knowing how to throw or hit a ball at all. And then I left kind of knowing how to throw and hit a ball. And also, I just don't know how to run and uh, rip. My coach said that to me, so that's emotionally scarring. So, haha, thank you for that one, but that's fine. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, softball, swim, orchestra officer. Um, I was going to therapy in sophomore year, so I was just, I was living the life, sophomore year, man. An orchestra was awesome. I had I was put into I think I was in Phil, right? Yeah, I think I was definitely in Phil with yeah, with Lily. I was in Phil Harmonic with Lily, and that was a lot of fun. Oh yeah, and it was with um some of my iconic Oh, I miss them now. Okay, anyway, just yeah. Wait, was I in Phil? Yes. Okay, I was. I was. What am I? <laughs> Phil Harmonic was always lit. That's probably the most lit orchestra every single year. Philharmonic is just this random collection of people that just makes it a chaotic place to be. But yes, okay. So then junior year rolls around. Um, Junior year, don't even get me started. We all know that junior year is the hardest year academically for a lot of us. Um, I made the mistake of signing up for four AP classes What was going through my brain? I think I was still on the high of, let me just try new things. Because I really liked AP World History in sophomore year. That's still my favorite history class I've ever taken. But I don't know what I was thinking with four AP classes because I nearly failed two of them. And I didn't pass a single AP exam that year except for AP US History, which I don't know how because Mr. Hoover, if you're listening to this, I'm so sorry, but we all cheated all the time. I'm so sorry. And hopefully saying this doesn't um, get me to, I don't know, would they, are they allowed to take my diploma away from me if I say that I cheated? I technically graduated by now. You can't take my diploma from me. I'm sorry about it. Whoa, thunder. Anyway, um, junior year, academically hard. There was some stuff going on in my life that was, that also made it hard. (laughs) Ha ha. But orchestra let's go back to the main topic shall we that was a lot of fun because okay so for the first semester I was in Philharmonic and then the second semester for orchestra is always UIL season so it's competition you know harder music it's a lot more ambitious than the first semester where it's like oh here's the fall concert and we play some Halloween music for you oh and then here's the Christmas concert where uh yeah jingle bell jingle bell all the way what okay that's definitely not all right anyway um, but yeah, so first semester I was in Philharmonic with all my friends and it was like, booyah, this slaps, I'm having so much fun. And then Saz moved me up to the top orchestra for the second semester and I was like, oh, um, jingleberries, I am really surrounded by 
professional musicians right now because it just like I don't know it just felt like a different level but it was I felt honored you know that Szanski was like I'm gonna move you up because we need you so swag I was like hey hold up pull up skirt and so yeah the second semester was fun because that's when ah that's when we played my uh, favorite huh yeah okay favorite piece that I've ever played in an orchestra setting it's um we called it Elgar because well that's wait yeah Elgar is the composer I can't now I can't remember the name of the piece but everybody called it Elgar and it dang it I wish I wasn't recording that way I could or I wish my laptop was working that way I could look up the name of the stinking piece by far my favorite um favorite 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 orchestra piece that I've ever played we also played um Oblivion which that is my favorite or it was one of or it is one of my favorite cello um solos Szanski really popped off my junior year bro I don't know what was going on the music junior year slapped also that's when our auditorium opened and so we had our Oh my god, that is! Oh my god. We had the opening ceremony where we played um, Arise, Fly Away. Dear Lord, baby, Jesus! <laughs> that that piece for full orchestra? Favorite. One of my favorite pieces for sure. It Like, just the feeling of performing on that stage and just getting to look around and, like, see the people in my orchestra and be like, guys, we just... We did that. We really just played that song, and people were crying in the audience. I don't blame them. I was about to cry on stage, but I was just like, what just happened? Huh? Did we just do that? That was amazing. Just, I can still hear the ringing of the last note as we were sitting on that stage. Bro, that was, that was something else, that opening ceremony. Dang, the class of 2019, you guys had an amazing year to go out with a bang. Class of 2020, on the other hand, uh, what happened? (laughs) Yeah, okay, anyway, so, yeah. Then, oh yeah, junior year, I was, so sophomore year, I was the sophomore rep, then junior year, I was the historian, and, um, probably shouldn't have been the historian, because I suck at taking pictures, and I put together the slideshow for our banquet two hours before the banquet started, so, uh, (laughs) ha, ha, ha. I'm sorry, Mrs. Clar. I'm sorry, Queen Karen. I know that you were disappointed in me when I was doing that while you were setting up the tables. I am sorry. <laughs> but it's in the past. I'm also sorry to all the parents that looked had to watch that slideshow, which was, in essence, a shit show. <laughs> and um, they saw pictures of their children without eyebrows, thanks to Carolyn, who photoshopped the eyebrows off of the people that I submitted pictures you know so yeah that was the end of the slideshow the parents I looked at their faces I was I was proud of what I had put together in two hours or two hours previous to the start of the banquet but they on the other hand could have been um you know more impressed I think I think that they were a little (laughs) disappointed with that slideshow but it doesn't matter ha yay Anyway, now moving on to the final year of high school and my final year in orchestra, senior year, I was elected to be, or appointed to be, Madam President, and I loved it. I loved my program, and I was 
so happy that I got to lead them, you know? And it was just like, I made it. We made it, boys. Three years, or seven years, really, in the making. Or six, I guess, at that point. And here we are. And so, yeah, this past year I was the president, and I was going through some, you know, things that were bringing me down, you know? And it was it was hard for me to focus on school and a lot of just my priorities were all kind of messed up but the one thing that i did do that i'm proud of myself for is i tried to not let it affect my leadership in orchestra um so i'm and i think i did a good job i don't i don't think i let what was what was going on in my life affect it too much so I think I did a good job and I'm leaving the orchestra in good hands and I'm proud of all of the officers for next year and I'm looking forward to see what uh seeing what they do but again yeah the, oh my god just the weird ending to my 7 year journey in orchestra it's just like dude I didn't get to go to string UIL one more time I didn't and I was like we were gonna play this piece called Fantasia something or other I don't I feel like there's numbers in there somewhere (laughs) but um I was looking forward to playing that piece so bad because it's it was such a pretty piece I just like the slow romantic pieces Szanski I love you but sometimes you pick some weird like Irish jig pieces and I'm like what what is this even music this just sounds like sound this is just something that I'm hearing but Elgar, Oblivion, oh my god, don't even get me started on Claire de Lune, which we were supposed to play at our spring concert for our senior piece. All the seniors, we were going to be the only ones on stage, we were going to self-conduct, um, sorry, forgot to swallow my spit again, self-conduct ourselves in playing Claire de Lune, which if you haven't listened to that, please listen to that song. It It means a lot to me just because I know that it represents the end, even though I didn't get to physically play it, listening to it now, it has, it's like a, is melancholic the right word? I don't know, but it's, it's just like, it's, it's just a sweet sorrow, which, such sweet sorrow, that was supposed to be a song that was going to be played for graduation, which, lol, uh, ha ha ha, got him, but anyway, Claire de Lune, beautiful piece, and yeah, I just, I wish I could have gotten those experiences and we made the best, we made do, is that the right phrase? I don't know. We worked with what we had and so orchestra didn't end the way that I wanted it to or that any of us wanted to. Szanski talked to me multiple times about how frustrated she was and how she wished it wouldn't have ended that way and we all feel the same way. (laughs) But yeah, so I'm excited to come back um, after moving out for college and stuff. I'm excited to come back and see my people because orchestra, they're my people. They're the the one thing that remained constant even when I didn't want it to be in my life through multiple periods of, you know, art where, yeah, the divorce and then there was the whole thing that happened in... Um, my junior, the end of my junior and most of my senior year with my friend group and, you know, um, but orchestra was always there and I was always, I was always able to lean on it and I could always count on orchestra and music and the people 
to be there for me and I and I like to think that I was there for them too you know and I made a difference in the program because yeah in freshman year there wasn't really a community for orchestra it was like you talk to the people within your own orchestra which different class periods whatever obviously you're not going to be able to talk to um, the people in other orchestras on a daily basis but I don't know leaving like the Thursday before um, I before spring break and quarantine and all that I went out to eat with the my officer group and then my sister was there too and before that you know like just every day after school being in the orchestra room and people from different orchestras and it didn't matter who you were in the program it was you're in the program so we love you anyway and we're glad you're here it was just that kind of that atmosphere wasn't there when I was a freshman and then it was when I was a senior so it was I like to think that I had something to do with that I obviously didn't do it all on my own because ew I'm I'm not that (laughs) self-centered but yeah so Man, but yeah, I'm going to miss orchestra. I'm going to miss my people. I don't know what I'm going to do in college because, oh boy. um, Yeah, I'm really about to go out into the world alone. And I'm not going to have my people. I'm not going to have my family. I'm going to be three hours away. So, yikes. But, yeah. Man, I love orchestra. I love Szanski. I love each and every person that I met through orchestra. I met some of the best friends of my life through orchestra and you know so yeah I just it's been 30 minutes now that I've been talking about orchestra in high school and so I think I'm going to stop talking about orchestra in high school for this little clip it but yeah thank you for listening and please go listen to Claire de Lune oh also my solo that I played my last solo that so for online school, okay, wow, all right, way to wrap it up and then start it up again, Ashley, way to go. Anyway, for online school, we had to, uh, our final assignment was to record a solo and submit it to Szanski, and I chose to play, this is French, I'm learning French, so I can kind of do the pronunciations, but I'm sorry, it's like, um, oh crap, what it, bruh, <laughs> I was just thinking, oh yeah, like, okay, <laughs> Après... <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, I just laughed right into the mic. Um, après un rêve. <laughs> oh, I just looked up the definition in English, but it's something a dream. Um, crap. But basically, something a dream, not something something, just blank a dream is the translation to English. That song beautiful song I've had it in my phone for like since freshman year and I played it oh my god I really had it in my phone since freshman year and I played it as a senior oh that makes me sad anyway okay yes go listen to Claire de Lune and that solo you you spell it a p r e s space u n space r e v e there's some accents and stuff on some of those E's. I'm not even... Wait, did I spell a play right? A-P-R-E-S. Okay, yeah, okay, sure. We're just going to assume that I spelled it right the first time. Yeah, so go listen to those songs. And thank you for listening to me talk about orchestra and my high school experience. Toodles, noodles, bada bing, bada boom.